When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. So you can save money on dinner and put it towards holiday shopping. Get 70% off plus free shipping with code MLM70 at hellofresh.com slash MLM70. Good morning, Shackley family. It is so great to be together again here in Kansas City at our first in-person On the surface, Shackley looks like any other health and wellness MLM. They sell meal replacement shakes for almost $60 a canister or about $4 per serving. And though their vitamins are supposedly clinically shown to boost mental sharpness, they're not evaluated by the FDA either. Still, there is a faint hint of legitimacy to them. Maybe it's the doctor's signature on the bottles or packages, despite said doctor and founder having died in 1985, but let's press on, shall we? After promising better focus and a lower shrinkage rate of your brain if you take their Mind Works pills, they have an entire series of studies listed. I know this should probably be the bare minimum, but it's honestly a welcome surprise to see an MLM actually, you know, reach for that low bar. Now, they do sometimes list the same study twice. They don't unveil that one of their main ingredients in their mental sharpness pills, guarana, is caffeine, and they certainly don't list any potential side effects. On the other hand, they have also published a landmark study comparing their longtime customers and heavy supplement users with adults that take two or fewer supplements. The study did sway in Shackley's favor, but even the results concluded that further research was still needed. It's fair to say that someone following an all-natural diet may be eating healthier and exercising and therefore would be healthier regardless of supplement usage too. The conclusion adds, our study findings should also be weighed in the context of recent randomized controlled trials and related meta-analyses which have raised concern about potential detrimental effects of select dietary supplements. Not exactly the most promising thing in the world to hear really. After some basic research, they seem to be a little bit more than a gimmick. Taking one of their MindWorks pills is, based on their own ingredients, like drinking a very weak, oily, and expensive coffee. Seriously, it's $2 for a tablet of grapeseed oil and caffeine. When you add up all the things they call essential nutrition, like their personalized supplements, multivitamins, and nutrient shakes, it'll cost you at least a few hundred dollars a month just to achieve the basic wellness they're advertising. So is this just another pseudoscience-y, half-right, supplement-loving MLM? Nothing special? Well, no, actually. If you take a second look, there's actually a lot more to Shackley than meets the eye. Astronauts promote it. They're over a century old, and if MLMs are like cults, then they certainly had one hell of a cult leader at their helm. One that at least is seen as responsible for promoting the mindfulness movement. But all of this sparks one question. Is Shackley actually legitimate? It goes beyond just the number of people that joins us. 
It goes beyond the positive and support and encouragement that our Shackley community provides. And yes, it even goes beyond the health from our products and the billions of dollars in commissions that we have paid. Hello and welcome to Multilevel Mondays. I'm the Illuminati, and today I've finally gotten to one of my most heavily requested MLMs yet, Shackley. The reason it took me so long to get to this episode is that frankly, after just a little bit of surface digging, they looked like any other supplement MLM to me. And I almost felt like I was just kind of regurgitating the same information, and I thought that wouldn't be interesting. It wasn't until I learned about Shackley himself that I realized this isn't quite the case. Now, Shackley has been around since 1915. They're probably one of the older MLMs that I've talked about. Their founder, Dr. Shackley, created Shackley's Vitalized Minerals over a century ago, later opening the Shackley Corporation in 1956. According to the company, Dr. Shackley's philosophy has guided everything they do, even after his death. He's been called a visionary who lived a life ahead of its time and an inventor that coined the term biodegradable before anyone else knew what it meant. In promotional materials, Forrest C. Shackley is portrayed as more in tune with nature than anyone else, thanks to an early diagnosis of tuberculosis. He accepted nature as his physician, even refusing surgery for his appendicitis and instead going to a chiropractor. Apparently, Shackley's pain wasn't due to appendicitis, but one of his vertebrae that the chiropractor fixed, and in part because of this experience, he decided to become a chiropractor himself. The thing is, not only is chiropractic medicine not actually based on science, but back then, Shackley might've learned about its foundation. After all, he became a chiropractor in its early years when it wasn't nearly as popular or common as it is today. Does that mean that Shackley learned that a ghost basically created the field of chiropractic medicine and Shackley was okay with that? Which by the way, that's not some hypothetical goofy question. That's a real thing. I did a whole episode on chiropractors too. And that's apparently like a legitimate part of the basis is like a ghost told the guy that like, this is gonna be a field of medicine. Like I'm serious. Did he learn how to heal people with magnets the same way some earlier chiropractors believed? If so, I just find it kind of hilarious that this MLM has been putting doctor before his title and acting as if they're using cutting edge science to help your brain. Like if your founder may have learned about magnet healing and may believe in a practice because of a theoretical ghost that told the founder, then I don't know if he signs off on something, I might be less inclined to want to use it. But that's not all because it never is. Even when Shackley was diagnosed with cancer and a doctor recommended amputation, he healed it with natural supplements, he claims. Apparently, conventional doctors were stunned at how he proved them wrong for a third time with tuberculosis, appendicitis, and now cancer. Again, he's portrayed as this unique voice in the wild. While others were developing cleaners and chemicals, he was going door to door to sell herbs. So yeah, he is definitely special. He loved nature since he was a kid and has always been this healing soul, supposedly except, you know, for when he wasn't. Some of his earlier products, frankly, weren't even impressive. Back in 1956, when the company first began, the first thing Shackley sold was a protein lectin supplement called Prolectin Nibblers. The second was nothing more than an herbal laxative. Is this really some impressive, wonderful cure-all? Like, this is a man that's effectively claiming he stopped his own cancer with herbs and he's going to sell the world laxatives in return. Amazing stuff. Now, if he had herbs that cured cancer, why would he not sell those instead? Like, 
Uh, I would if I suddenly found the cure for cancer, but apparently that was not in the thought process. Now, the thing is, it is certainly possible, there is a small statistical possibility that Shackley's cancer went into remission without a doctor's help. There's no denying that Shackley was one hell of a showman though too. The Dryden Press wrote back in 1989 that he wasn't always some amazing naturopath. At first, he was an assistant for a traveling showman and hypnotist who instilled in him the power of positive thinking, as well as how to scam people. Bernard McFadden was a supposed physical fitness and nutritionist expert who took on giant weightlifting feats, hoisting up 500 pound balls, except for, you know, they were hollow, so it wasn't that real. Basically, the guy was an eccentric strongman who even ran for president in 1936. Like, yeah, for real. He was an anti-vaxxer, racist, and who was obsessed with his hair. Like, deja vu anyone? Anyway, (laughs) I digress. This was who Forrest Shackley decided to follow though. In my opinion, no, Shackley was not some spiritual naturalist healing individual. He was a salesman that knew how to tell a damn good story. Interestingly enough though, this isn't the story that Shackley the company tells. The one they tell is one of legitimacy, of revolutionizing health and wellness. And to get to a better sense of that story, I even bought the book on it, The Shackley Story by Robert L. Shook. And my goodness, when I tell you I am shook, I mean it. There really isn't all that much about Shackley Online, the person or the company, compared to many other MLMs I've discussed. Still, there's a lot of blogs about Shackley's philosophies on thoughtsmanship or mindfulness and stress relief that make him sound supremely wise and ahead of his time. So to get a better sense of why that is, I read the book, The Shackley Story by Robert Shook, which was published in 1982. Now I'm obviously not about to summarize the whole of the book or read out lengthy passages, but I want to read some of it and the passages I find most interesting and relevant to today's conversation. So to start with the preface, it says that Shackley is living proof the American dream is still alive and well, plus the business model using distributors exemplifies all the unparalleled opportunities that the American enterprise can offer. Right from the start, Robert Shook shows a bias for a business structure that takes advantage of its employees. Then on the same page, McFadden is praised for his belief that drugs only mask symptoms while Shackley is said to have taken an interest in hypnosis to cure the sick. And I'm sorry, but I had to do a double take there because drugs apparently only mask symptoms while hypnosis gets to the root cause and cures people. Now, it is true that many medicines out there are meant to handle symptoms as opposed to actually getting rid of the thing in question, but that doesn't make them less valuable either. Folks with depression, ADHD, anxiety, or bipolar disorder may still find medication useful, even if it doesn't rid them of their illness. Then again, some drugs do cure like antibiotics, antifungals, or others. But you can't really tell me that hypnosis can cure. That sentence alone about hypnosis being used to cure the sick is laughable. And we were only on page 18, by the way. In fact, throughout the first few chapters of the book, Shackley is praised as a hero that could do no wrong. Afterward, many of the chapters simply list Shackley's achievements and praise their distributors that found some level of success. And honestly, that's what I found so incredibly shocking. This was just one long drawn out advertisement for this company. And of course, it only showcased the positives with none of the concerns. It's funny too, because at some points, distributors will disparage the MLM business model with one claiming she was a flop as an Avon lady and she lost almost all of her money, but Shackley was different. They're literally the same business model. It's the exact same method of selling. People experience this with Shackley too. That's literally inevitable. But the book is naturally careful not to tell those stories. 
Wild claims are tossed around easily, like how most of the 10,000 drugs on the market aren't understood. That quote came from page 165. With that language, you'd think that Shackley would be advocating for transparency, but despite half the book or more being devoted to a few higher ups telling their stories, not a single chapter is actually devoted to explaining how Shackley products work. The firsthand accounts claim they work, and the book states that products go through control testing, but no evidence is discussed at length. I admit, I had low expectations for this book, and Robert still managed to disappoint me, stuffing it full of firsthand accounts from only those tippy-top pyramid members that found success and hero worship for Shackley. But let's move on. While plenty of MLMs have just hopped onto the natural and supplement trends that we've seen in recent years, this one has been on the bandwagon for a while, and it's their longevity that gives Shackley an air of legitimacy. Well, how could they be around for a century if they were a scam, right? Who I am. So Roger, you guys at Shackley are pretty invested in helping further cognitive research, right? This is a big deal to yes, Shackley. It, yes, it is. Shackley is a leading health and wellness company. And over the last 60 years, we've- They're in fact such a big events. name in the supplement game that they've been promoted on shows like Dr. Phil too. One guest on the program, Amanda, claimed that she was struggling with severe memory problems. And what did Dr. Phil do? Surely not promote a supplement with dubious results, right? Well. This is Dr. Phil, of course, and that's exactly what he did. The CEO of Shackley, Roger Barnett, even came onto the program, effectively turning this woman's struggle into a commercial. Now, this is only a three minute clip, so it's possible that he also recommended Amanda to a neurospecialist or something, but these three minutes are pretty disgusting to me, regardless of what came before and after. Aside from Dr. Phil, they've also been promoted by astronauts, which again, gives the company the impression of being well-researched and effective, regardless of how true that is. Captains Mark and Scott Kelly were keynote speakers at one of their conferences, and the partnership between NASA and Shackley goes back decades. Their products have been on NASA space missions since 1993. But this doesn't mean that every astronaut is taking their supplements. Shackley developed a rehydration product called AstroAid alongside NASA, and this is the product that's been used since 1993. The Kelly brothers do claim to have taken Shackley vitamins to the International Space Station in 2011, but they were also, you know, paid to do that. Mark Kelly has received thousands of dollars from pharmaceutical and insurance companies to be their spokesman. And when he ran for Senator of Arizona, he received a lot of those funds in the form of lobbying, AKA bribing light. According to Arizona Central, he even received an average of $25,000 to give speeches. And let's be real here, former astronaut or not, Mark Kelly is a person that like many are swayed by the right amount of money. Shackley paid him, he promoted them. It was a business transaction. That isn't to say that Kelly didn't like the products or that he was lying about using them. I've got no idea how he actually felt about Shackley if money wasn't involved. Shackley family. I'm astronaut Mark Kelly. And my brother and I, Scott Kelly, who just got back from the International Space Station, we're really excited to be with you at Shackley Live in Orlando coming up this August. You know, I told my brother all about Shackley, Roger- But just because someone is an astronaut and a senator doesn't mean that they can also be a good spokesperson. Still, Shackley knows that saying you've got someone like Mark Kelly on your side is extremely valuable in the marketing realm. Truthfully, whatever they actually paid him was not enough for what they got out of it. They allegedly also had former astronaut Alan Shepard on their board of directors in the 1980s, though feel free to take that with a grain of salt. HuffPost reported this, but there aren't many other sources out there that explicitly state his ties with the MLM. So I can't really like fully confirm. 
It's disappointing that astronauts would work with such a predatory business model, even as a spokesperson, because yes, the public does look up to them. They're only validating Shackley, putting a pretty impressive seal of approval on what is, in my opinion, little more than a glorified pyramid scheme. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, Shackley is popular enough that it's been pushed into the mainstream, become an MLM Titan, and even a respected form of health and wellness. Personally, I don't feel it's deserved for a whole host of reasons, not just because of Shackley itself, but because of how they conduct themselves to this day too. Given their history, I'm sure it's going to come as no surprise that Shackley doesn't exactly have the best business model. Not that you'd ever guess that looking at their testimonies, of course. On Shackley's event pages, distributors tell the stories of how Shackley changed their lives for the better. Lynn claimed that she lost 100 pounds and earned enough money to take her dad on a cruise. She'd apparently been introduced to the company through her pastor, which already rubs me the wrong way that a pastor is using his congregation as a downline. But you know, you know how I feel about pastors at this point in time. Most of them just love that sweet, sweet cash. So while I read that, I go, wow, that's really shitty. But at the same time I go, hmm, it kind of does make sense for a pastor, doesn't it? Now, she's also careful to not say how much money she's actually earned in this little testimony, which I find quite interesting. On this same page, Shackley says that the average income for the lowest tiers in their company, AKA the bottom group is about $10,000. This is the average income they list, but they say it's calculated based on a 1099 form. And here's the thing, and I could be wrong, but if this is only based on those who file 1099s within Shackley, then these numbers are extremely misleading. You see, you have to actually earn a minimum amount, usually around $600, but it depends on the state to even qualify for a 1099. And just in case this is not super clear, a 1099 is a tax form in the United States that you fill out at the end of the year if you're an independent contractor that declares how much money you made so that you're declaring to the government, I made X amount of money, this is what I'm filing on. And then you would you know, pay taxes against that if you're not already paying quarterly. Now, we know based on how MLMs work as a whole that the vast majority of people in MLMs probably won't even earn this much. So yeah, if you take the top earners and earners alone in a company and average out their incomes, of course it's going to be a decent number. But that's just a ridiculous way to calculate averages in the first place because it completely omits the folks who either do not meet that threshold, like don't even make money or even break even or lose money. Now I had to do a little bit of digging because I really started to wonder, could that actually be true? And I actually found the real income disclosure. Don't hold your breath for any good news because you know it's not gonna be. As it turns out, their post featuring Miss Lynn there is missing about 70% of the company distributors. That's right. They start from the position of directors, a branch that's about 22% of the company, then go on to include the 3% worth of executives. None of those account for the 70% or more-ish worth of distributors that are actually at the very, very bottom that do not even make enough money to qualify to file a 1099. These sellers who they call business owners, like naturally, of course, make between $144 to $2,900 per year. Remember how we said a few hundred dollars a month is like what you need for the bare minimum? Shackley claims your body needs, all of that crap. Yeah, none of that is accounted for here either. Listing only what the top percent of your company makes is beyond shady to me. I've got to wonder if that's why you get a 404 page with the link now. I actually had to use the Wayback Machine to actually see it. So interesting. But no worries though, you can still find firsthand accounts full of claims that distributors are healthier and richer with Shackley. 
promises that you too could lose half a pound a day and make real business from their products. It sure seems enticing on the surface. They also seem to stress that Lynn and Ketsy, two of the sellers that were featured, have master's degrees. No smart, educated person could ever fall for a pyramid scheme, right? So that must mean that they are legitimate and you should trust them too. Though this business really took off in the 1970s-ish, it was also the same decade that Shackley's cracks began to show. In 1978, former distributors Franklin and L. Marie Gunnell signed on with a rival MLM and started defaming their previous employer, Shackley. According to Reference for Business, the dispute was made all the more bitter due to the fact that their rival, Enhance, was founded by a former chairman and president of Shackley, Robert Wooten. Shackley sued them for defamation, and in 1981, a jury ended up deciding in favor of Shackley, but apparently awarded it a judgment so small it did not even cover the company's legal fees. And this is so common with MLMs that I honestly get tired of seeing it. MLMs swap distributors and downlines like they're trading cards. These distributors are just going to go where the money is. And personally, I feel like it proves that the company itself just isn't that special. Otherwise, why leave? If you've got a fantastic salary and are genuinely part of some revolutionary healthy brand, why abandon it to start something else or hop to the next opportunity? Sellers are chasing empty promises and with Shackley, it's no different. And this is far from the only issue their business model has ever faced. In fact, they've also been accused of running a scheme, a scheme that begins with a P. Wanna guess what that is? Did you guess pyramid scheme? Well, yeah, I would have actually thought that too, but actually no in this case. In fact, one Shackley distributor was actually running a Ponzi scheme, a very similar tactic, but Ponzi, not pyramid. Quackwatch's Stephen Barrett wrote that starting in 2002, seller John Cranny used his fancy schmancy title of independent distributor to solicit investments from those close to him. He'd also just downright lie and pretend to be a financial advisor to ensure his victims that their money was safe with him. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. All in all, he ended up the sponsor for about 50,000 Shackley distributors and raked in over $10 million. When he was asked to confirm how many people were beneath him, he turned around and said that Shackley would purge records so he can't be sure of any genuine numbers. This actually went on for 11 years. Cranny trained new recruits and he was likely one of the company's top earners, but Shackley turned a blind eye to it. Does this mean that Shackley was complicit and at fault for his actions? Not necessarily. I've got no idea if Shackley really was aware or how much they knew, and it would be dangerous to assume they were involved. But it's really hard to think that they knew nothing either. Like when you're earning somewhere around half a million dollars a year, shouldn't Shackley at least consider, hey, maybe we should ask this guy for his records and be sure everything's on the up and up. By that point, Cranny was really representing the company for tens of thousands of people, and you'd think they'd care just a smidge about what he was doing, but I guess not. Again, and this is just my opinion here, but rarely does it seem like the higher-ups and MLMs will do anything unless they have someone coming after them. Oh, you're making dangerous products and claims? That's fine, no big deal unless the FTC sends us a warning letter. Oh, you've got tens of thousands of people in your downline and you're training them and recruiting them into the company? Have fun, babes, we won't check in unless we get a complaint letter. Oh, you're telling people how you became a millionaire thanks to us? That's great, just don't let the authorities find out. Like seriously, I have yet to see an MLM that doesn't take the attitude of make claims now and ask questions later, and Shackley is no exception. Unfortunately, their hands-off and uncaring tone seems to extend to their products too. And before we continue on to talk about those questionable products, I'm just gonna take a quick moment to thank today's sponsors. 
The most wonderful time of the year is also the most hectic time of the year. Everyone puts off shopping until the last minute. And if you've got an online store, you know the feeling of getting hit with a ton of orders all at once. So while you're buried in orders and emails from stressed customers, you'll wish you had ShipStation. So let me turn you on to something amazing. ShipStation is the platform that works with all of your favorite places to sell online, including Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, and more. It allows you to manage all your orders from one simple dashboard, automate routine shipping tasks, print shipping labels, and easily compare rates and delivery times to optimize every shipment every time. If you've been on the fence to try ShipStation for your small, medium, or even large business, now is absolutely the time. ShipStation is offering a free 60-day trial and the setup is literally quick. It takes all of 15 minutes, maybe 30 if you wanna slow down just a hair. But I'm usually blasting through everything, so about 15 minutes is all it took for me. And just like that, you can quickly sync it into all of your stores and platforms where you're selling whatever you're selling, and you can quickly get orders shipped out wherever they need to go, especially right now during the holiday season when times are tight. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce business with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. So this holiday season, give yourself the gift of stress-free holiday shipping. Use promo code MLM today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code MLM. Today's episode is also sponsored by PayPal Honey, because thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes this holiday is a thing of the past. And as you guys know, it's Cyber Monday, which means this is the absolutely ultimate moment where you're gonna want all the coupons possible to get your last minute holiday shopping done. And Honey is there to help you every step of the way. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it finds to your cart. And it supports over 30,000 stores, ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I used Honey just this morning to go ahead and buy some last minute presents for some of my friends and family, which I can't really say where I was because I know some of them listen to my content. So shush you, you're not gonna see your gifts till Christmas. But I will say that Honey has been getting me coupons for like 15%, 20%. There was even one where I got a 30%. I'm like, thank you. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on holiday deals. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. And I'd never recommend something I don't use. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com MLM. That's joinhoney.com MLM. But not all protein sources are the same. A healthier choice for you and the planet is plant-based. Now making better choices is easier. Introducing the most delicious clinically proven shake, Shackley Life Shake, to help you thrive and create the foundation. Shackley is all about being in harmony with nature and being a company that earns its wellness guru label. However, their products don't always line up with that narrative. See, in the Gunnell and Shackley trial, a few skeletons were dragged out of their closet. And even though Shackley may have legally won the battle, they came out the other side looking worse for wear. According to Reference for Business, company documents subpoenaed for the trial revealed that the alfalfa Shackley used in its alfalfa tablets were tainted with salmonella. To get rid of it, they used ETO or ethylene oxide, even though this fumigant was actually banned by the US Department of Agriculture as a suspected carcinogen. It had mainly been used to sterilize medical instruments and needless to say, was not some natural healthy supplement ingredient. Eventually, Shackley stopped making the alfalfa tablets together, but they hadn't disclosed using ETO. Now, I know, 
I know, there are some of you who are going to roll your eyes and say, Blair, that was way back in the 1970s, who cares now? But I find this telling for a few reasons. For one, Forrest Shackley, the founder, was alive back then. So either he knew this was happening and didn't care, or he was unaware and the company had already slipped through his fingers. Either way, this is a clear foundational issue. They'd turned away from being as natural as they claimed and downright failed to disclose their use of harmful products. There's really no easy way to get over that. Most of the jurors felt that Shackley lied about its products, so I'm sure the public felt deceived too. Shackley did crawl its way out of disgrace though. They were named the official nutrition consultant to the US ski team competing at the Olympics and later bought Bear Creek, well known for those Harry and David fruit baskets. Eventually, they agreed to an acquisition by Yamanuchi, a Japanese pharmaceutical company and revolutionized or changed a lot of their business in the 1990s. They weren't completely out of the woods though. In 1990 and in 1991, Shackley was tangled up in a conflict of interest. The Knoxville Journal and Orlando Sentinel reported around the time that athletics director Doug Dickey was selling Shackley products to the University of Tennessee's athletic department, seemingly using a member of his downline, Rick Wilkinson, as a middleman. An audit reported that he sold over $19,000 worth of mix in two years, from 1987 to 1989, giving himself almost $3,000 worth of bonuses. In today's dollars, that's around $49,000 and $7,800 respectively. Basically, this director was willing to completely compromise his ethics for a few hundred bucks a month. Again, like with the Ponzi scheme, this isn't really the company's fault. I don't necessarily blame Shackley as a business for their distributors' actions, but I do feel that they've created an environment where this kind of behavior is not only bound to happen, but downright inevitable. MLMs might have minimums you need to meet just to stay in business. They'll pressure distributors to achieve certain ranks, build a downline, and since it's not as if distributors earn an actual minimum wage, some questionable tactics are utilized to have any sort of income whatsoever. While this conflict of interest wasn't technically Shackley's fault, it's no wonder this made the company look bad and deservedly so. This isn't all though. A Harvard anti-aging researcher, Dr. Sinclair, resigned from their board after developing the Vivix supplement with Shackley, claiming his name was misused. According to the Wall Street Journal, few makers of dietary supplements can actually get their hands on an ally like this. Shackley managed to achieve this almost impossible feat only to fuck it up. Sinclair told the Wall Street Journal, "'To my dismay, I have found numerous uses of my name and reputation on the web and in other media that implies endorsement by me of Shackley's Vivix product. I have engaged counsel to deal with this matter and have demanded that Shackley cease using my name. They seem to imply that Sinclair approved every Shackley product out there and they exaggerated his findings in their favor. They've actually exaggerated a lot of benefits. In addition to this huge misstep, Shackley asked questions like, how would you like to feel 25 years younger and live 25 years longer? Even though it's rhetorical, questions like this are still wildly inappropriate and again, not backed by research. Their Harvard researcher could have told them this, but they were too busy driving him away by the sounds of it. Plus, if we're being brutally honest here, it does seem like Sinclair was all that reputable in the first place. While he did work on a drug to reduce aging, it was wildly overhyped and tested on mice. It's not as if its effects on humans is nearly as proven or as promising as Sinclair and Shackley may have claimed. It seems like he was simply paid a lot of money for his expertise and Shackley may have been one of the highest bidders on his endorsements and research. But whether or not that research works in humans has come secondary to the hype. All in all, what are we really left with here? 
By no means is Shackley the worst MLM I've discussed, far from it. They're just not good either. They hired an overhyped scientist whose research wasn't proven to work on humans, then exploited his name and statements for profit. Neither of them are free from guilt, by the way. Their foundation is shaky, their founder is shady, their popularity's faded, and frankly, I'm jaded. Hey, that rhymes, maybe I should do something with that. Shackley may look like any other supplement MLM, and maybe to some extent they are, but the fact that they've been getting away with this for over a hundred years makes them just a little bit worse in my eyes. With all of that being said, that's where I'm going to end today's episode of Multi-Level Mondays. I hope you learned something new here today. And if you did, make sure you're liking, following, and subscribing to stay up to date on all of the latest information. Thank you so much for joining me to the end of this episode. I know there's a million and a half things you could be doing today, and I'm grateful you spent a couple minutes here with me. So again, thank you, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.